Reporting on the games you love by people who love to game. The MMO Reporter Network. Greetings, friends, and welcome to Episode 7 of the Game Diplomat Podcast, a bite-sized show about great games you might have missed. I'm your host, Josh Augustine, and today, I want to tell you how I cleaned every inch of a forest with a broom, some soothing music, and of course, my sweet, sweet jumping skills. It all happened in Dust Force, a beautiful, low-key platformer that just wants you to chill out, have fun, and take on some challenges at your own pace. It was created and self-published by Hitbox Team and released on PC in January of 2012. So first off, let's take a look at how you play Dust Force. It's a 2D platformer at its core, so you do all the usual platformer stuff like running across levels left to right, jumping and performing crazy parkour stunts to cross gaps and avoid dangers. But there's a lot of fun, unique quirks to Dust Force that help lighten the mood, and we'll get into those a little later. So there's no story here, but the premise of the game is familiar to anyone who's done chores around the house. The world is messy. It must be cleaned up, and you're going to combine some sweet moves with some sweet grooves to make it happen. Only this time, instead of slinging Lysol and cranking up oldies on the radio, we're going to be sweeping to chill electronic music. So you start each level by picking from a cast of characters with different cleaning tools that have slight variations in movements and playstyles. Broom, vac- vacuums, pom-poms, really anything that swipes away leaves and grime will do. So you run through the levels, sliding down hills, leaping up ledges, and performing gravity-defying acrobatics to sweep clean every surface and or animal that's covered in dirt in the level. And the exact thing you're cleaning up varies on each level. In the forest, it's leaves. In the mansions, it's dust. In the laboratory, it's toxic ooze, that sort of stuff. But it's all basically the same thing. It's pretty, yet intolerable clutter that must be obliterated. And as you combo cleanups, you charge up a power bar that lets you occasionally unleash a super ability that just mass cleans every inch of everything on the screen. And for platformer pros, it's a great time saver for cleaning hard to reach areas or avoid, you know, reaching over walls. But for platformer scrubs like me, it's just the perfect panic button to get out of a tight situation. Just kill everything, kill everything, get me out of here. <laughs> and at the end of the level, you're given two scores. One for completion, which is how well you did cleaning up all the dust. Did you get everything? If you leave even a tiny little bit, you won't get a perfect score. And the other for finesse, which is how well you did in keeping up the pace, keeping your combos coming in, you know, not dying, not getting hit by enemies, that sort of stuff. Then, of course, you also get timed for how long it took you to complete it. And there's no time limit. You don't lose the level. Uh, but the time does get tracked for scoring. So then you unlock new levels by scoring really well on the levels you already have. So when you get SS, which S is the highest rank for completion of finesse, when you SS them, you get points or you get keys. Then you use those keys to unlock new levels. And you find those new levels. It's pretty cool, actually, by exploring an overworld. So the overworld is basically a big level that you have to parkour through just like you would in any other level. Uh, But you get to doors that way. And by unlocking different things and unlocking keys, you unlock parts of that overworld that you're exploring to find the new levels to play. Alright, so that's how you play the game, but let's talk about seven reasons why you should play it right now. 
Reason number one, it's as casual or as serious as you want it to be. I'm just no good at platformers, let's be totally honest here, and I usually don't play a lot of them because I eventually just hit a point where I'm physically incapable of proceeding and I have to replay the same segment like a hundred times until I eventually just rage out and quit, then I'm depressed that I raged out and yeah, all that sort of stuff. So I love that Dust Force does everything it can to prevent forcing me to have to replay a tiny segment on the map over and over just to proceed. The scoring system that I mentioned is super flexible. If I miss a speck of dust during a particularly elaborate stunt, I can choose. Do I want to go back for that dust? Do I want to start the level over? Or do I just accept the lower completion score and just keep going? Uh, which, spoilers, that's usually what I do. <laughs> um, I did eventually hit a point in the game, though, that the levels were just too hard, they were too intense, I couldn't get through them. But by then, I was totally fine stopping. I'd already played most of the levels, and going into a platformer, I know I'm just never going to beat the hardest ones anyway, so I don't feel pressured to try to. And some of these levels are crazy hard, like indescribably hard. If you're interested in speedruns, or if you just want to see some of these difficult levels, look up Dust, Dust Force Speedrun on YouTube and just look at any of them. You can skip to the end so you can see the later levels. It's absolutely bonkers. You play almost the entire level navigating between spike walls, crazy moving dust piles and things without ever touching the ground. You go up, down, around, swirling around circles. You never touch the ground. You can never stop. It's one of the most impressive like gaming feats that I've ever seen just from a mechanical like, wow, you can actually do that? level it's it's insane so that's why i say the game scales to your skill level i have a blast as a total dunce but i can see all of the complex mechanics and stuff that make it one of the most beloved games for platform superstars like the most obvious one is your jump limit resets when your attack hits an enemy in midair normally you can double jump or in some characters triple jump um but if you hit a successful attack and you're still moving upward you can jump again and so that's how those crazy speedrunners stay up in the air for the entire level because they're constantly alternating hit, jump, hit, jump, hit, jump, hit, jump. And as long as they never miss a hit or ever miss time a jump, they can beat the whole level like that. It's crazy. All right. Reason number two, there are leaderboards. Woo. And this is where the fun competition comes in uh, for even people like me. Leaderboards rank you by completion and finesse scores combined, and then the time as a tiebreaker. And then there's an alternate leaderboard that just uses time for speed demons out there where they aren't actually hitting all the dust, but they just want to get through the levels really quick. And you, and no matter what you get, you end up on the leaderboard. So it's fun. I'm like ranked 8,000-something on most of these leaderboards, but I'm technically on them, so that's what counts. And then the cool thing is you can view global rankings, which is where I'm 8,000, or with your friends, where I actually have first place in some of them. Uh, so that's kind of fun to get to pick and choose, kind of like last week on uh, Force Showdown. We mentioned they did that. And then, all right, this next bit, if you're only listening to 10 seconds of this podcast, make it this 10 seconds. All right, so on the leaderboard... There's a replay button next to each and every single entry. So you, and if you click it, you can watch them play the level. It's amazing. So you go anywhere on the leaderboard, click the little replay button, and all of a sudden it puts you in the level and you're just watching them play it. It's their dude and you're watching it go. Uh, it's really great if you get stuck on a certain spot. You just flick on a replay of your friends or just go to the top ranked players because they're probably better than your friends um, for that level and just see how they got past it. And you go, oh, that's how they did it. Oh, that's really smart. Okay, cool. I'll try that. It's just an amazing tool to let you drool over the best players in the first place because you're like, they beat this level in 18 seconds. Like, how is that even possible? I must know. Uh, it's funny because most of the levels, like especially the early ones, are beaten in like 20 seconds. It's like, I think I spent six minutes on that level. <laughs> um, and it also helps you get help when you need it. It's a really cool kind of hint system built into the game that you opt into. 
Or, you know, it just lets you show off your own replays to your friends. You can watch all your own replays as well. They come over to your house. You know, sit them down, make them watch your replays, especially if you got some sweet times. It's like forcing people to watch vacation slideshows, right? But way cooler. <laughs> Please don't do that. Your friends will hate you. Reason number three, you get to put those dirty leaves in their place and show them you're the broom master. I just feel like this game will be a big hit with any germaphobes or OCD cleaners out there. Because I'm a little bit of a germaphobe and it definitely feels extra satisfying to clean up all these messes and just leave everything nice and tidy behind you as you go. Everything in, is in its place. It feels good. Um, and of course the non-obtrusive playstyle helps with this actually. Uh, the play sessions are fun. They're uninterrupted by that kind of usual bash your head until you succeed failure points, which is like I kind of mentioned is what normally ruins platformers for me. Because here the challenge is replaying levels to find ways to be more efficient and more complete in your cleaning. Um, so it's less about like, oh, you failed, try again. And more like, okay, I succeeded, but how could I be do better? Let's try it again. Let's get better. Let's clean a little more. Uh, and OCD cleaners out there, you can always clean a little bit more, can't you? <laughs> Uh, so to me, it's an important change that just keeps me moving forward constantly. I'm never stuck in one place, and that just keeps me sane and smiling throughout the whole thing. Reason number four. Ooh, Synergy 4-4s. Four there are four unique fun characters. I didn't even do that on purpose. How fun. Um, so you got the dude with a broom, dudette with a broom, a small girl with pom-poms, or I guess it's feather dusters. They look like pom-poms to me. And there's an old man with a leaf blower. And it's not just visuals, right? Like I kind of mentioned, each character has nuances to their movements and attacks that make them better for certain scenarios or play styles. Now, being 100% honest, I will just flat out admit that I'm not good enough to recognize, much less take advantage of all of these nuances. But this is exactly the sort of thing that people that are really into platformers or excel at them will love about this game. So just a couple examples. The small girl with pom-poms jumps a shorter distance but she can triple jump instead of just double jump. And so her three jumps add up to what would be a double jump of, a, of another normal character, uh, but she gets to break it up, which in some levels is really good for, you know, dodging things in the air or taking or going in certain directions. And another example, the old man's leaf blower is a big wide attack, but he has to wait longer between attacks. And he also falls more slowly than other characters. Not by much, right? But Every bit helps when you're trying to stay alive for the entire level in the air. Um, so for people looking to climb the leaderboard, there's this cool opportunity to master all of these characters and the, the slight nuanced differences between them and knowing which one is best for each level and the moves you want to make. But me, I just usually stick with the pom-poms or leaf blower because I think they're cool. <laughs> Reason number five, it soothes my soul. Dust Force was the first game I ever bought the soundtrack for on its own. I'm holding the vinyl for it right now, actually. It's gorgeous. It's semi-translucent. It looks like it has dirt and kind of dust swirled inside of it. It's just really pretty. Actually, if you want to see it, I, I show it in the live stream of the game on the site. You can just go watch that and you'll see it. Um, the, the visuals in the game are like flat pastel colors with minimalist detail. It's just gorgeous. And the music is calming, cheerful, electronic. And then in the gameplay itself, the movements are very fluid. On most levels, it feels like you're playing like a rhythm game, like your favorite Guitar Hero level or something. I, I find myself just bobbing my head and almost zoning out as I play. Like you're just kind of in this zen state that's really relaxing. I'm always a happier person after I play Dust Force, which <laughs> is very weird for me because I can't say that about any other platform I've ever played. I mean, maybe Guacamelee just because it's such a goofy, funny game, so I laugh at it. 
But even that, even that game, like just the pure gameplay of Dust Force is soothing and makes me happy. Reason number six, there is a ton of community-made content for this game. There's a built-in level editor that people have used to make lots of goofy or crazy hard or just random fun levels. And they aren't all gems, right? Just like in anything where you have player-made content, but there are great ones out there. And it adds some nice longevity and value to the game to try these out and try different ones, try the higher rated ones, or go crazy and try the newest ones and give feedback to the builders. In fact, actually, the favorite level I've ever seen in the game was it was a complete recreation of the very first tutorial level that's just called downhill. It's just a super simple downhill level essentially with some, you know, ups and downs. But the new the new level they made takes that level and turns it exactly 90 degrees clockwise. <laughs> so instead of going left to right, it goes almost straight down. It's just it's crazy hard to complete, but it's super fun to see cuz you recognize it, but it's different. It's just a really clever idea. And that's really all I'm looking for from Community Maps. It's just some fun in an evening when I just want to try something new. Um, and there are also obviously some crazy ridiculous levels out there. They're just so insanely hard, but they built it because they could. And so those levels are for hardcore players only, but you will definitely find challenges for you if that's the sort of thing you're into. Reason number seven, it will trick small children into believing that cleaning is fun. Yes, good. Make your kids play it. I'll be making sure Gideon plays it as soon as he's old enough. We must brainwash them before it's too late. Cleaning is fun. Cleaning is fun. Cleaning is fun. And if this sounds fun, you can buy Dust Force for $10. Links to all the stores are on GameDiplomat.com. You can buy it from the developer site. The money goes directly to them, which is, I think, the best way to do it. Um, and along with everything else we talked about here and a video of me playing through the game so you can check it out before you buy. Oh man, I love this music. It's so good. I hope you guys don't mind. I, I, I made the music segments longer on this episode just because I like the music so much. If you guys like the longer music segments, I don't know if it's awkward to have like 30 seconds of music in between. I tried to keep it around like 15. But let me know what you think if you want longer music segments. I, I put a lot more music at the end of this episode too, so you can check it out there. Uh, and actually, the whole soundtrack is on Spotify. Uh, so you can listen to it for free. Just look for Dust Force. It's called Fast Fall is the name of the album. But if you just search for Dust Force, you'll find it. Listen to it. It's awesome. And hey, why don't we give away co five copies of the game right now? Because Hitbox Team sent us five keys to give away on the show, so thank you very much to them. And you can win one by answering this trivia question. Which character has the highest jump? Dust Man, Dust Girl, Dust Kid, or Dust Worth? Email or tweet your guesses to me. Links to all that is on GameDiplomat.com. And the correct answer to last week's trivia question about Supreme Cards and Force Showdown was Fiery Conjurer. Congratulations to Mr. Cacti, who is presumably a sentient cactus. Way to go, succulents. You did it. We, he answered correctly and won a copy of Force Showdown on Steam, which is an arena RPG with a card game upgrade system, which you can learn more about on episode six of this show. And if you enjoyed the show, you can leave a review on iTunes. Five-star reviews would be much appreciated. You could join our Slack channel and Steam group and talk with us all day, every day, all the time. Come hang out. We have, like, I don't know, maybe like 10 people hanging out in there now. It's been really fun, so come join our Slack group. Say hi. Or if you're feeling extra generous, you can support us with cold, hard cash. Or, hey, just tell your friends about the show. That'd be great, too. But no matter what, thanks for spending your time with us, and I hope you found a fun new game to play. In the next episode of Game Diplomat, we'll talk about Holy Potatoes, a weapon shop? 
which is a silly crafting game where everyone is a potato, even Laura Croft. We'll see you then. <laughs>